Explorer Safari Chrome and Firefox Welcome to Daycare Dittos. <laughs> I like that one. That was a good one. Firefox. But you should have actually... said... Sorry, go ahead. You should have done Firefox and Icefox. Icefox it's... is not a browser. What? That's not, a, can... that's not a browser. Well, we can make it. Yeah. No, we Let's can't. make it. I don't think so. Like, think about how many times you've tried to use, like, like Bing or something. Or, like, <laughs> you know when someone's like, oh, you got to use the Opera browser. You're like, get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried Opera in the past. I've only tried it on my, like, what was it on? Like, the DSi? Oh, was it? Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've tried I've tried them all. I want to, um, <laughs> I want to start edging. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be an edge Cause lord? I, yeah, because I hear that uh, edge is finally good. Microsoft finally did something good. Um... But I'm not ready. I'm remember, not ready to take the plunge. I remember when Dr. Jason, previous guest's brother, introduced me to Firefox and it was like opened my eyes. Yeah. Uh, but then Mozilla and all of their products have kind of just gotten shittier and shittier over the past couple of years. I still use Firefox, uh, except for uh, <laughs> recording this podcast because yeah. it only works in Chrome. It only works say, in Chrome. I was just going to say, I'm forced to use Chrome to make this podcast. <laughs> I'm a Safari and, boy, but... Yeah, I am too. Safari's worth that. I use Firefox for everything else. It's even on my phone. I use Firefox. Oh, wow. And then uh, my... Um, I don't use Google anymore for searching. I use a... Um, oh, shoot. Bing. What is it called? No, it's it sucks, and I I can't really recommend it. It's called uh, Acosia, and uh, for every search you do, they uh, allegedly plant a tree somewhere. Oh, that's nice. So I have no idea if that's legitimate or not. Holy shit! Imagine how many trees have been planted by people being like hentai. (laughs) (laughs) Top hentai sites. You're spreading your seed, and you're growing a tree. Yeah. It's like Shakira nude. (laughs) (laughs) Now plant a damn tree, Shakira. I'm so bad at celebrities. If the first one I can think of is Shakira, does she even do anything anymore? Oh, yeah. No, she's uh, uh, there's like a picture of her and like I think Bill Gates just like being like friends with each other or something. Ooh, maybe Uh, Bill Gates. Wait, there's some dirt on Bill Gates uh, in the news these days. I don't know if you've heard. Yeah, but, he's he's divorcing. Yeah, he's going to be a single man. And like, it's kind of weird, but there's all these memes out there about like what dating app he's going to be on. And like all these chicks are like lining up to, <laughs> I don't know, like get, uh, I don't know, get him to be their sugar daddy or something. Uh, I do you know guarantee that- you he's a non-sexual being. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he owns Microsoft for, do you know that they already made a uh, term in the Microsoft company for his wife? What? Uh, Xbox. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, that's so good. Anyway, we are on Pokemon number. I didn't write it down. 37 and 38. 37 and 38. Volpix, Ninetales, um, Kyo Kyo, and Kyukin. <laughs> they are actually, fun fact, one of my favorites. I know, like, I know you're, okay, so they're definitely within my top five favorite Pokemon out of all, what, almost 900. 
Mm-hmm. Specifically the Alolan version. I love those those guys so much. Um, well, it's funny that you would say that because it's a great segue into the 2020 Google, speaking of browsers and crap, uh, <laughs> top Pokemon. I was going to say top 100, but they went way farther into it. So Vulpix. Well, this is actually super rare. This is the first time I believe every Pokemon in its evolution made it into the top list. Oh, okay. Because oh, wow. even, like, even the Alolan versions? Well, the Alolan versions don't count because they're the same number. So they're included oh, okay, okay. within. So Vulpix is 22nd overall in Kanto. Nice. So for Gen 1, Vulpix is the 22nd favorite um, right behind Porygon and right, at, right ahead of Psyduck. That doesn't mean anything to me. Then. Isn't that insane? <laughs> no, but that, it just blows my mind that Porygon's that popular. I guess that, you know, the kids feel like they survived the episode. So they, I don't know. Um, overall, total... Vulpix is Pokemon 163. That's not bad. Okay, not bad yeah. at all. That's not bad at all. Not bad at all. 163. This is what kills it, though. And again, beating out Psyduck by one. But behind Lilligant. Who was voting on this? <laughs> Wait, who's, who's Lilligant? It's like a weird-looking plant. Is that Fairy. from type i don't know if it's the fairy type but it looks like a plant fairy kind it's of like thing. a little plant doll guy yeah yeah, yeah maybe was it was one big of the in the black show. and white pokemon maybe it's somewhere around <laughs> it exists we'll get to it <laughs> i realize i have my camera off so i can't google stuff and show it to you guys um so i'll continue to do that so like i was saying not only did volpix crack that top pokemon list nine tails just blew Vulpix away, which I was surprised about. Um, so Ninetales is the 12th most popular Pokemon in Kanto in Gen 1. Wow. Right In uh, 2020, this is from? 2020, said? yeah. So this coming in right behind Snorlax. Oh, at 11, boy. And right, My two favorites. And right ahead of Squirtle. So that's okay. not a bad place to be. Um, in all Pokemon overall, Ninetales was 90. Nice. That's not bad. Listen. Yeah. I mean, Ninetales is just a, a sexy. I mean, sexy seriously, lady. they look so elegant and just so, I don't know. They're just, they're just good looking Pokemon to begin with. But you have to think that's like that's like top ten percent of Pokemon. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I yeah. think it's the Alolan versions that help them out, though. Uh, again, the only thing that sucks is reading who they are in league with in that list. It just blows my mind what Pokemon people like. <laughs> it's behind Crocodile, which is fine. Crocodile's really? kind of cool. It's like a big crocodile yeah. dinosaur, and it has like. Squirtle cool Squad sunglasses. sunglasses. Yeah. yeah, so that's cool. But you can it, hang. But it's it just beat out Tyrantrum. <laughs> the forgettable fossil Pokemon. The little fossil guy, right? He looks like a yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like a he big like a little T-Rex. baby T-Rex. And no, this is the big Oh, Tyrantrum? One. It's Tyrantrum. the evolved version. Okay, okay. So I mean, they're popular. That's good. 
That's good. I just am very uh, surprised whenever uh, newer Pokemon are on the list because obviously they would be because obviously people grew up and absolutely loved uh, their generation as much as we loved our generation. So I'm just happy to see. Uh, <laughs> I'm just happy to see some uh, some people having uh, their favorites on there. You and, know, and it's it's uh, we've missed a lot of anime. Yeah, that's how I think of it. Like, I don't know the last time I really watched the anime. I've only watched the early stuff. So there's so many points where a Pokemon that no one else would really give a shit about may have been like an important plot point or a big character. Yeah, I haven't watched the anime since it had its first theme song. So you didn't even get Pokemon Johto, where it's like do 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 Pokemon I, Johto. I got maybe like three episodes into Pokemon Johto, um, and then like you know it just wasn't on the time slot that I knew, and I never went back to it. Weird. Yeah, and I only watched the very early episodes too. I don't think I've watched anything. Yeah, did, that's Lil again. I did David look up Lil again, and I yeah. did I did look up uh, some pictures, and I found a, uh, a sexualized like fat. Of course, you did <laughs> chonker version. Oh man, like, she got, like she's got thick butt, right? No, she's Two got C's. like swollen oh, nipples. Ew, and that's just that's like the. <laughs> okay, now we know why you're on the list. <laughs> that is the seventh image on Google Image when you Aww. Google Lilligan. The seventh one is gross nipples. Come on. I was just about to say, like, I get it now. This is actually a really well-designed, yeah, cute. cute Pokemon. This is awesome. Like, it kind of feeds into that, like, Bell Awesome. Yeah, kinda, like, I was going to say that. But it's it's really well-designed and nice. And then, and then I got to see its titties. <laughs> but... Yeah, if you didn't get enough of a... Uh titty talk from our needle ran family sorry <laughs> here we go again from our ratata episode ratiti this yeah. pokemon was originally named firefox oh we're, we're talking about Vulpix again yeah okay. we should probably do that <laughs> i got a lot of notes here all right i'll um, save the titty talk for another episode so i was never that interested in Vulpix, be and i think it was because I had read. Yeah. It's one of the uh one of those uh exclusives that you don't get to play with unless you know somebody. Also the original sprite looked real dumb. <laughs> it had a great cry. That's what I really liked about it. It had a nice elongated unique uh cry in first generation. I mean did it sound something? Oh, an ad! <laughs> right, disregard, it's showing me about a game called R Rising Kingdoms. Oh, there you go. Yeah, which is our yeah, which is our sponsor. Oh, this is just a YouTube video of it going on forever. Just leave that in the background. We could talk over it. All right. Oh, I'm just gonna put it down here. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> no, this got that's gotta stop right now. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my cat, dirt bike. Um, yeah. So Volpix, of course, Firefox, just being way too on the nose. Um, it changed, and it's pretty interesting because it is a Latin name. Um, Peter, didn't you take Latin 
<laughs> Funny you should say that. Yes, I took uh, five years of Latin, but oh, wow. um, I you don't. Explain all this to us. Please, <laughs> no, please. Okay, we'll sit back. Sarah, don't say anything. Mute us. Mute ourselves. And now you just described the Latin part. All right, go. Uh, nine coming from uh, nine inch nails. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Tale coming from the. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't freaking know. I, I, um, <laughs> I was in the class with producer Chib. Um, she was very into it and she studied all the time. And, uh, me and my, uh, best friend Arno, uh, we just took, uh, early Google translate and like made our way five years through the language because we really liked the teacher and we felt she was nice. Oh, so, um, I, I could look it up. <laughs> no, it's, uh, or... it's, so it's, it's vul, vulpes, vulpes, vulpes okay. which is Latin for fox. And then the X at the end is like six. So it's I was supposed say, to I be thought, like, I thought it was just like fox, like six at the end. I, I, that's what I thought it was. I was like, the oh, IX sh- at the end would be nine though. Would it? Oh yeah, oh. It, would, it would. True. So maybe uh, actually the person who created these names was a um what was his name again? He was a descendant of the Japanese emperor, but he uh, his family moved to Canada in the 1960s after like, you know, the royalty in Japan like fell after uh World War 2. Um I think his name was like his name is Nob or, or uh, yeah, Nob. I think so. And uh, he said that that was his greatest regret is uh, <laughs> having uh, the IX at the end of Vulpix. Really? Because he would uh, actually have it as the six. Um, because uh, Vulpiv. Because um, that would uh, represent the... Or that would be four. Vulvi. It would be like Vulvi or something <laughs> like, like the Roman that. numerals. Yeah. Because yeah. there was huh. supposed to be a pre-evolution as well. Uh, oh, like a baby version? Yeah. It was cut from generation one and then again cut from generation two. It was supposed to be a, a, a three line. So the Japanese name for um, the pre-evolution was going to be Pura Kusu, uh, but he would have named the uh, American version Volpi with three eyes for three, representing uh, the three tails that it had. Uh, Volpix would have been uh, Volvi for the six tails, and then of course uh, the nine tails with the nine tails. Oh, I like that. Uh, which might have nice. also at that point been uh, Vulpix because of the nine tails. Um, uh, like, and then so. the Japanese name has so many, like there's, it, there's every little piece. It's basically like, I is for the way you like every fucking letter. It's uh rock on Rokon. Mm-hmm. The in Rokon Roku is six. Okay. Khan, K-O-N, is grudge uh, oh. and basically means 
curse or to uh, curse to cast on its foes. Uh, con con is the sound foxes make uh, in Japanese uh, mythology, I believe. And Conro uh, is a gas stove, which relates to fire. Also, Ko is an alternative, a alternative reading to Kitsune, which is Japanese for fox. My God. Okay. So, so it's, it's got like, a little bit of everything in there. <laughs> every little piece. It's like everything could be mixed in at the same time. It's insane. But Dave, at the start of the episode, you said that Volpix's name was K-O-K-O. You know, <laughs> it depends on the version of that person, of that, that Volpix. I was going to say something at the beginning, but I was like, oh, no, I'll wait. <laughs> I have a whole Alolan chapter at the end after we okay. go through everybody. So we can we can hit that Alolan itch after. Um, okay. But yeah, so th- those are the names. Those are the names that are really noteworthy. I know that there's like a different French name, but everything else is pretty much either Rakan or Volpix. Yeah, I usually just uh, write down the uh, American and Japanese names. And then if there's a uh, <laughs> something noteworthy about the French or German. Then I write them down, but I only have uh, those two in this case. Uh, shout out to Carl Germ, um, famous Twitch and every FNF podcast, uh, handsome guy, for giving us the name to an upcoming Pokemon that is incredible. Just all we got to say is get ready for the Magmar episode, baby. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait. I can't, I can't wait. Wait. I can't wait. That's I all we got to say. To be fully vaccinated so I can kiss him deeply again. No. Why well, wait? Um, all right. Sarah. Why, why Volpix? Why Volpix? Well, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to be just that trivial. I really just think it's cute. <laughs> I think it's very, very cute. Yeah, but what um, do you think about its cry over and over and over? Um, I would rather not. So let's not. Let, let's okay. not. Let's not. No, but you know what? I really liked Vulpix because it was one of the first Pokemon that I played with when I was playing X and Y for whatever reason. I don't know. It was just like one of the first ones on my team. And it was absolute trash. It was very bad. Oh, there it goes. I'm sorry. It's crying because I'm making fun of it now. <laughs> No, but I okay. Oh, sorry. Just this. Hold on. Wait. It's almost out. It's almost out oh, of it. Okay. Hold on. Oh, okay. I think there's. All right. It's tired itself out. Uh. So what were you saying? <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> no. Um, no. I just liked it because it was on my one of the first ones on my team when I first started playing and trying to get through the game. Um, but I hated it so much because it was just absolute ass and it would just die constantly because it has like i actually learned this when i was researching it has one of the lowest base stats of all fire type pokemon for hp yeah oh no that makes a lot of sense and i'm like i was trying so hard to make this little guy like a part of my team but i just couldn't do it but i also couldn't let it go because it was so adorable and i really enjoyed it and then afterwards i played another game after x and y where uh there was the alolan version of vulpix and ninetales and i was like oh my gosh i am sold just because i don't know i really like fairy types i really like ice types and we've got a fairy ice cute ass vulpix and beautiful ninetales 
So I don't know. I just fell in love with them. They're really good in uh, Sword and Shield because you can get them really early, evolve mm-hmm. them really or early, and then bring them to the move tutor and teach it Fire Blast and Extra Sensory and yeah. all, all sorts of things. I so. mean, yeah, they only require a Fire Stone and an Ice Stone, so you can evolve them super early and like beef them up. But I don't know. I never really use them on my team. I don't know. I just never – I always like had a Vulpix – and level it up all the way to 100 just to say I did, <laughs> just to have a level 100. But I never really use it. I just like to have one. And I like to collect the cards. I really like collecting a bunch of the um, Vulpix and Ninetales cards. And Dave always gets me some yeah. special versions of those too. Yeah. Oh, uh, the, the base set Ninetales, uh, Hollow, had like all the um, Will-O-Wisp, like mm-hmm. Foxfire in the background. It was really cool. Yeah. Oh, and then wasn't there like a uh, an error on the Vulpix card on the base set? Oh, I don't know that. There I don't was. know. There were two yeah. different errors, possible errors for Vulpix and Ninetales. Uh, all I know is the the Vulpix. I, th- I think it, on like all of the cards or a majority of the cards, uh, it usually says what the the number and then HP, and then on um, Vulpixes it said HP before the the number. Yep. Okay. Yep. So and then, I always uh, like looking at that. There is a rare error, Nine Tails, which um shout out to my younger brother Jason had. Um now in good condition, they go for a crap ton of money. But um there is no attack number at the bottom. There's no okay. number okay. for how much it attacks. So of course, because he was the younger brother and we were playing cards in his head, that meant you make up the number infinite. So, mm. you know, that was his all powerful, incredible nine tails. That's the younger brother equivalent to, uh, there's no price on this. I guess it's free. Oh my God. Priceless. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Vulpix and, uh, nine tails both appear on 34 different cards, which I thought it was pretty interesting. It's a pretty high number considering the Pokemon we reviewed thus far. Most of them are in the twenties or less than that, but they're on 34. And I guess that's because it's a combination of the Alolan versions and just the regular versions. But I don't know. Love me some bull picks. Love me some trading card game cards. And uh, I'm happy with that number. So, Yeah. Um, I think Vulpix was also heavily featured because me- in the media of Pokemon, um, let alone the game, Vulpix showed up a lot. Uh, so Bill had a Vulpix in the manga. Um, Blue caught a Ninetales in the manga and just had, like, just went, ran through with a, a Ninetales. Um, and then, of course, there is Susie's Ninetales, which is raised by our horny, horny friend, Brock. That's right. Yes. Mr. Brock. Do you, I know you recently, you watched it more recently than all of us, Sarah, right? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've been going back and watching some of the original Pokemon uh, anime, and I've gotten to—I haven't gotten too far, but I've gotten far enough where I've fallen in love with a lot of our first-gen friends. And this is a crazy thing. All I remember is that, like, so Brock loves Susie. Like, he knows about her, and the name of the episode sounds like it would be like a porn parody. It's called Beauty and the Breeder. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> And I think it's so 
so Susie is like a famous Pokemon like beauty contest lady or something. And Brock like looks up to her in her Ninetales, but her Ninetales is like a huge diva or her Vulpix. Her Vulpix is a huge diva. And of course, as we know, Brock is like next level breeder. Also, he makes food for Pokemon. Um, so he makes his oh, great food for the Pokemon. Part of the, yeah, it's part of the, he needs to have their coats all shiny so that mm-hmm. they can trot on the Pokemon stage and so and have he, a glossy, uh, glossy coat and uh, haunches. They are, do that thing good. where they hold their hand up against their buttholes to feel how like hot it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and of course the Vulpix hates everybody, but then likes Brock cause he gets that good yum yums and they make team rocket blast off again. And Susie is just like, Brock, I want you to take care of my Vulpix. The world of Pokemon is infinite and it's just stuck here. So Brock takes the Vulpix and every now and then will deep it and get a good huff to try and smell Susie while he touches himself. But later, uh, much later. He returns um, to, I think it was in Johto. I'm not sure if I, if it has the town. So he meets again in Johto, uh, Gen 2, and returns Vulpix to Susie um, after looking after her. And they enter her into a beauty contest together as partners. They enter her. <laughs> they, <laughs> and then together, they both enter her. Oh, stop it. I don't Into like the this, beauty like... contest. Uh-huh. Okay. Dem- nice Dembrock fucked there. a Pokemon. <laughs> Gross. Dembrock fucked a Pokemon. No, he, he didn't do that. <laughs> but, fun how fact. Many, how many puffins did he, uh, <laughs> did he give her to raise the beauty stat? He, like, gave it. I My favorite part about that was when you could, like, dress up your Pokemon with, like, little tiaras and shit. I would put like Isn't... as many earrings all over it. It would just look like it's melting. It's fucking awesome. Is that still how you evolve a Feebass is by making it really beautiful? Or do they have a different way of evolving it now? Because I don't know how to make a Pokemon beautiful anymore. <laughs> They're all beautiful. How Peter got his groove Except back. Except for James. <laughs> um, the only other thing I have to say about Brock's Vulpix and Brock and Vulpix is that you get to fight the gym leaders in Pokemon Stadium and Brock, while he still is a rock based gym leader, has Vulpix as a nod to the um, to the show. And then yeah. in Gym Leader Castle round two, he is a nine tails. So, yeah, he stoned her. Got stoned. <laughs> yeah. Um. And also, isn't uh, Vulpix one of the Pokemon that has been cloned by Mewtwo? And uh, Mewtwo also cloned a Ninetales as well, so he has the complete set. <laughs> Fucking Game Shark. Yeah. He, like, pulled the uh, the trade link cable out once he traded the Ninetales, so we'd have two. Yeah. So he has, uh, he has the uh, little and the, the big. Um, other stuff for Vulpix that I have, I don't want to take this over, but, um, I think Gen 1, every Pokemon for the most part had like a mirror, something that it paralleled. So of course, 
Growlithe was the the other side of our bull picks. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I think it was, I don't know, like whenever I think about Vulpix and Growlithe, I always think of like, you know, Vulpix is the pretty little sister, which is true. It could be true for the most part because Vulpix can only be 25% male and is 75% female. Um, like the ratio and what, which gender the, the a Vulpix can be. Yeah, um, which is pretty weird in, in my opinion, but... Yeah. Uh, it's a little weird. I mean, I, I get it. It's kind of a pretty Pokemon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't mean, know. Yeah, I, I get that. I think in the beginning they were just trying to uh, make all of the the hot Pokemon female and like uh, the. <laughs> I mean, we we talk about how sexist Pokemon is. I mean, and I guess you can just tell by the design of certain Pokemon and like the ratios for male female. I mean, it's absolutely <laughs> catered to more of like a female form. If you ask me and then the Growlithe is more of like the male form so I always like I was saying I, I always think of like the Growlithe being like the uh, Vulpix older brother or like you know male counterpart um something but. interesting with that too is that so Growlithe is 75% male mm-hmm. oh it is yeah okay. so it's the exact opposite and I was like well that makes sense because as we know Growlithe is Pokemon Red found on Cinnabar Island in the shit house that uh, Mewtwo <laughs> broke, um, the Pokemon Mansion. The Pokemon Mansion. Thanks for. <laughs> yeah, I guess it wasn't called <laughs> the, the shit, shit house, house where Mewtwo shit. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I just thought about this. I was like, yeah, it makes sense because they were, you know, exclusives and they took the same spot. But um, that there were there was no sex in the first Pokemon game there was yeah, they no weren't breeding. gendered so I think it's interesting that they still divide decided to keep those two guys together when they added in these percentages so it's kind of cool uh another thing I would like to say about uh the parallel between uh Vulpix and Growlithe and Ninetales and Arcanine uh goes back to what you said about uh Vulpix and Ninetales being like uh kitsune yes i hope i'm saying that correctly um obviously the the kitsune is uh very big in in japanese culture it goes back uh you know way 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 back um the kitsune is uh basically a fox spirit or like yokon yokai yokai Mm -hmm. um Oh, I, I said uh, Yokon because of uh, Vulpix being Rokon. Um, <laughs> you just uh, named a Pokemon for Gen 1. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> Look at me now, Dad. Um, I, so if, one of the, I swear to God, if they have a Yokon and it's like a yo-yo. Like, <laughs> a yo-yo ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe in Yokai Watch. Maybe. I need to... I need to get those games just uh, just in case. Um, a lot of cool things about the Kitsune that are uh, seen in uh, Ninetales and Vulpix. Uh, but one of the things is, um, obviously, uh, uh, Ninetales can live very long, um, like a thousand years, and yeah. vitality is stored within the, the tail. Just how pee um, is stored in the balls. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, they can gain the ability to transform after the. This is the Kitsune, but also the Night Tales. I would assume. 
they gain the ability to transform after a hundred years of life. Uh, and they'll transform into wizened old men or, um, you know, lonely, pretty girls on like a, a path. <laughs> and they can uh, marry like men or, or, or ladies. And the way that you actually figure out whether or not the person that you're uh, meeting is a, a kitsune is if they have like a fox-like smile or fox-like features. They also have hidden on their person like a ball of light somewhere. How do you hide a ball of light? <laughs> uh, usually on uh, jewelry. Oh. Okay. But the other thing is um, a uh, kitsune in human form will be uh, afraid of or angry when they see a dog. They're oh. uh, fearful of dogs, so oh. that's why I was I was thinking. Obviously, the Arcanine is the foil because the Arcanine mm-hmm. is a good boy, and Nine Tails uh, is a Kitsune who's uh, fearful uh, or foiled by dogs. Um, and that is another part of traditional folklore called the Shisa, uh, which is the dog yokai, which we will get to on the Growlithe episode. Yeah. Um, Another thing is uh, they can possess people, and the way that you can tell if somebody has been possessed by a kitsune is if they previously could not read. Well, now they have gained literacy, so if all of a sudden (laughs) if somebody can start reading, uh, then they might be possessed by uh, a fox. Um, They can also possess you apparently via your fingernails Ooh. or three or through your breasts nice <laughs> always always bring it back to the titties i got a titty yeah. haunting yeah <laughs> titty ghosts so, so they just you know blow their fox fire into your nipple hole uh, or into your uh, <laughs> blow it through your fingernails yeah. and blow off your fingernails yeah and if you see one guy who's got one glowing nut you know <laughs> that he is a yokai um, another thing that I thought was fascinating about this story is that this explains how Vulpix, especially in the early game, there wasn't too much cross pollination in the way of typing and moves, um, but can learn various ghost and psychic type moves. Ooh, yeah, I did. I did have a, a nine tails that had psychic and that was the yeah. only thing that kept it, uh, <laughs> fathomable on my team like uh, i don't know I, I just feel so bad for vulpix and nine tails they're just so underpowered um when it comes to just like their heart their hp and it's just so sad because you can't really use them competitively at all as much as like you want them on your team they just uh, they're just not great nice. i found a cute little like <laughs> i put a cute little tidbit on the internet it said vulpix is known to feign injury to escape from its opponents that are too powerful for it to defeat Aww. Oh. I'm like, oh, that's just so sad. Um, but true, because Vulpix cannot hang. But that's the point of, like, having a favorite Pokemon. Like, do you know how many times yeah. I've, like, sent out a Diglett or a Dugtrio? And if <laughs> I don't hit them the first attack and one hit kill, like, you know you're fucked. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's Funny common for you. you should mention Dugtrio again, because in my research... Um, there was one role that Ninetales filled uh, on teams that was uh, very 
strong. It was it was a a strong contender, and that was after I think in black and white they had uh, hidden abilities that you can get through the Dream World events. Yep. Have you ever done the Dream World events? Because I specifically went to PC Richards and Sons. <laughs> To buy a wireless router so that I could put Wi-Fi in my house so that my uh, DS could connect to Wi-Fi so that I could get the um, the, the Dream World ability Pokemon into my, my game. And so you're saying, yes, you did do this. <laughs> I did do this, but um, I don't really remember what it entailed. I think you had to actually go onto your internet browser. And do that, or was it also was it in the game? I don't remember, but it involved uh, Muna and going to sleep yeah. and catching Pokemon in like the Dream Realm, and uh, these Pokemon would have like a hidden third ability because Pokemon will have like up to two abilities and then like one secret ability, and the ability is the thing that is special to the Pokemon that like. For example, like um, one of the other things that Ninetales has is a, an ability called Flash Fire, which allows it to uh, take no damage from fire type moves. And I yep. think it also boosts a special attack or a speed stat. But its hidden ability is uh, a little ability that was introduced by the legendary Pokemon Groudon called Drought. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm hmm. So drought uh, originally, it's changed since then. Uh, brought a permanent sunshine effect to the, the field, and this is uh, something that was very powerful for a lot of teams because um, sunshine will boost fire type moves. It'll uh, lessen the effect of water type moves. It will make thunder less accurate. It'll make um, Moonlight and Sunshine recover more HP. Those are two moves that are uh, recovery moves. It will... It's a, a whole slew of effects. You have to put your sun visor down in your car. It makes leather <laughs> yeah. seats unbearable when you're wearing shorts. Uh, it gives... Uh, <laughs> it gives redheaded people skin cancer. <laughs> uh, no, I know that from experience. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Groudon. <laughs> yeah, right? So, um, so Ninetales would set that up, and uh, because it was the only Drought user that wasn't Groudon, and Groudon was a um, uber-tier Pokemon, quote-unquote, mm -hmm. um, uh, Ninetales would set the, the scene, and then uh, what would then follow is a Pokemon with Chlorophyll, which is an ability mm -hmm. that doubles its speed stat in mm -hmm. the sun. And then uh, Pokemon is all about, uh, competitive Pokemon is all about uh, being faster than your opponent yes. and hitting them really hard. So you'd have a chlorophyll user just killing people, and it was a very overpowered strat. So... So powerful that they had to nerf the ability. Yeah. The cool thing about Drought, too, is that um, if there's another Pokemon on the opposing side that also uh, has effects against the weather, if your team is faster 
then it just nulls that Pokemon's ability to affect the weather. So yep. drought will like, like, oh my gosh, it'll just like overwhelm the other team, especially if you're using chlorophyll strategy with it. It's just insane. But also um, Torkoal also has the the ability to cap drought and so does Mega Charizard Y. Yeah, so Mega Charizard Y stole the sunlight from Ninetales because mm. I don't think many people were using Torkoal. I think Ninetales was the preferred mm-hmm. um, uh, weather user. Just like uh, the on the other end, um, Drizzle is it Drizzle the one that uh, sets up the rain? Uh, that one was Kyogre, obviously, but also Pelipper. Pelipper was the the rain, uh, the one that set up uh, the rain. Hmm. Um, and the reason why that uh, <laughs> led me from Dugtrio was the fact that people were saying like, oh my gosh, this is such a strong strategy. It's like uncounterable. And the reason why was that a lot of the common counters were countered in turn by throwing in a dug trio which has uh, arena the trap. arena trap ability and then all of a sudden the your your counter to the drought team was stuck in against the dug trio and dug trio would just kill it yeah so dug not trio. only was it was it strong because uh weather effects were strong back then but also dug trio was really strong back then so they uh they killed nine tails so that dug trio would uh still survive but i think they also kind of nerfed the arena trap ability because i think yeah. they ori- eventually made it so that ghost types could switch out sneaky little uh, bastards yeah can't can't hold a good ghost down. Other weather abilities outside of rain and uh, sunshine are harsh harsh sunshine, heavy rain, hail, sandstorm, strong winds, fog, and shadow sky. Shadow from, sky from Pokemon XD, Gale of Darkness. I have that somewhere. That GameCube motherfucker. Yeah, um, Steven wants to play that. Well, if I can find it, yeah, it's on its way. Cool. I uh, I sold it to GameStop back in the day. I, I bought it from GameStop. It may, it might be the same one, like a used one. Imagine it's just like yeah. yeah, and I loved it. And as you know, I signed it, and then I pull it up, <laughs> and it's got it says P sexy, it's P P big dick, and I was like, oh my god, that's what you went by back in yeah the early two thousands. Uh, I just of big dick. I saw that it was worth like forty dollars to trade in. I was like, ah, sold, suckers. And then I was like, oh, this is a very rare <laughs> and expensive game. I think I bought it pretty cheap, but that's a fun one. It's weird as fuck, and it's time consuming. But it's, I'd say, I, love I don't know if games. it's worth a play if you really want to give it a shot. It's kind of like Pokemon Stadium. I think everybody should just kind of like hop onto Pokemon Stadium and play through the mini games for a while. You know, it's just, yeah. just good old Pokemon fun. The only one I never got into was Battle Revolution. I tried. It just wasn't good. It, it yeah. was very. There wasn't a lot half-assed. to it. Fast. It yeah. was half fast. It was like half a Pokemon Stadium. Not fun. Um, yeah. So Nine Tails. 
tails. Nine tails. Nine tails. Nine tails. <laughs> uh, Nine tails debuted in the Pokemon episode. Uh, the debut in the television show actually never came to the U.S. because the first time you saw Nine Tails, um, you may have had a seizure because it was also during the Porygon episode. <laughs> oh Jesus! But you got to see it later because Blaine had one in its battle against Squirtle. And of course, Charizard, which is possibly my favorite gym battle in the original oh, Pokemon series. Absolutely. It was like uh, the battle in my head. I, yeah. I just loved um, the Blaine battle for some reason. I think it was in a volcano. It was just nuts. Yeah. Um, and like we were saying, Ninetales uh, has this intense and mystic lore this is what made me love ninetales more because according to the anime ninetales is just like this like posh pretty fox like oh look mm, i'm so pretty but in reality the red and blue pokedex entry was very smart and very vengeful Mm -hmm. grabbing one of its many tails could result in a thousand year curse yeah and there was another one i alluded to like if if you basically it's so vengeful that it can curse you if you mistreat it in any way. And it kind of goes right back to the folklore we were talking about before. So yeah, like don't mess with the nine tails. Don't fuck with it. And yellow, the next game, it's Pokedex entry was according to an enduring legend, nine noble saints were united and reincarnated as this Pokemon. Wow. It's getting fucking religious and weird and shit. Yeah. But it's kind of the opposite with Alolan Ninetales because it's known to have a gentle temperament and it is known to aid humans who are in distress. And though this is primarily done to keep them out of its territory, humans out of their territory, it'll punish and threaten anyone else who makes a danger for their young Vulpix um, little little babies. Aww. So while Alolan Ninetales is a lot nicer... Um, again, don't mess with its babies because then it'll curse you forever and ever and ever. Yeah. Don't mess with anybody's babies is a good rule of thumb. Stop I hitting babies. Say. Yeah. Everyone. Don't shake them. Don't shake a baby. Go, and I almost forgot this one other thing I found in, on like the, the kind of like fan fictions and like fan theories Uh-oh. for Vulpix. Um, it's because it's going back to the, the baby versions, how they were trying to, to make a, like a, Another ev- another evolution line for Vulpix. And they were saying like Vulpix is born with only a single tail, a white tail that splits as Vulpix grows up. Oh. So kind of like an homage to the uh, the baby Pokemon that never was. That's yeah. so cute. If it evolved, it would be 12 tails. Yeah, there you go. Except That's for a whole I think, much. I think Kitsune have a max of nine tails. So that makes sense that nine tails would be the, the ultimate. Uh, also, I, one thing I learned from researching this is that I've been spelling nine tails wrong my entire life. So. I was just going to say that. And as I'm looking at it, um, I realized that the uh, behind the curtain, we're recording this episode the night before it needs to come out. <laughs> <laughs> um the the uh iTunes art I made it's definitely spelled wrong. <laughs> There's oh, no way. Wait, 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 wait. I actually I want to know how you guys spell it. How did you spell it? 
Well, Tails as in, like, uh, Tails from Sonic. Yeah. You know, named after its nine tails, but... Oh, no. I never spelled it that way. I always spelled it like Tails, like folklore. Yeah. Yeah, you spelled it the right way. Uh, we spelt it the wrong way. We spelled All of our it lives. just like the Pokemon trading card game did for Game Boy mm. Color. Oh, yeah. no. Maybe that's why. I played that game so much. Which is crazy. I love that game, but like... That's such a good game. They copied the cards in that game, but they still spelled some shit wrong. <laughs> no, but it makes sense. You think about it. Nine tails. T-A-I-L-S. Tails. Yeah. You know? I guess it's like one of the few Pokemon that's just like two normal words together. Yeah. Like I really... But it goes deeper than that. Can't think of any other ones that are just like two normal words. Sandshrew. <laughs> sand slash uh there's a bunch never mind fuck me uh <laughs> magnemite <laughs> um so there's a low and ice mock yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah it's it's very lackluster that the alolan is just it's like oh it's based on an arctic fox i'm like that's it because like it's not lackluster, it is very pretty and gorgeous, and that's all it needs. Well, I I feel like they're giving the aesthetics to the kitsune as well because it has mm. such a ghostly feel. Like little yeah. Volpix or Ko Ko, uh, is just cute, adorable, snowmanish, great. But just the, like the tails just seem like rags like blowing in the wind it's so graceful and eerie and i really really love the look of alolan nine tails me too i think it's one of my favorite looking pokemon out there like i think it's probably my favorite looking pokemon it was also um i remember when the uh games first came out and people were really loving on Alola Ninetales because um had Aurora Veal as a signature move, which basically sets up um reflect and light screen moves at the same time, but only under hail. So all of a sudden your entire team, regardless if you switch out uh Ninetales for another Pokemon, anybody is taking half damage from physical and special attacks. Wow. So Yeah, I mean it was you know, people eventually, you know, as the meta changes and evolves, people come with hard counters to that. But in the very beginning, I remember um, in the competitive scene, Ninetales was also pretty prevalent in the beginning. And I think it's because people wanted to make Ninetales work because mm -hmm. people like Ninetales. People think Ninetales is pretty. People are drawn to Ninetales as a... Uh, as a, a concept and a, as an aesthetic and uh, you know, good Pokemon. Nice, nice Mon. If it, it fits too with the names because, uh, so I'm, I don't even know we're pronouncing it wrong. Of course, Kio Kio is K E O K E O. Um, and in Hawaiian K E apostrophe O K E apostrophe O. So I think it's key. Okay. Key. Okay. O is, hawaiian for white oh, okay so the color so snow and yeah mm -hmm. and then kiwukan the japanese name for alolan uh nine tails kiw 
or Kai, I don't even know how to, how do you count? Do you guys know how to count to 10 in, in uh, Japanese? Because it stands for nine. No. I know each knee. <laughs> San, chi. I don't know, but it's it's nine, the beginning, and then the con at the end uh, stands for grudge from the, the curse it'll cast on its um, on its victims. And of course, con con is from rock on, which is the sound foxes make. So, yeah. You know, you said I'm going to go switch to another Pokemon really quick because uh, Ko Ko is uh, the regional name for alone. It might be Kyokyo. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's only one other Pokemon that has a regional name, and we've already covered him. Um, Alolan Raichu's uh, name is Hodad. H O D A D. Well, you know what uh, that stands for? <laughs> stands Sl- for Shuby. Oh, I was going to say Slutty Dads. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It basically is Hawaiian for uh, fake surfer, quote unquote. Or oh, that's basi- so funny. So cute. <laughs> basically just like a shooby from Rocket Power. And I thought you guys would get a kick out of that because I thought, why? Why didn't I stumble upon this when we were doing Pikachu and, uh, and Raichu? There was Hodad. just information overload there. Yeah. it said Hodad, but I don't think we had the other information. I might oh, have yeah. just said ho dad because I was uh you know so horny. So <laughs> Or if you're like riding your dad yeah. like a horse, when you want him to stop, you go, ho dad. No. <laughs> Don't yeah. ride your dads like a horse. They need their backs. No. I'll kill him. Um I'll, I'll uh I, I thought of you, Sarah, for the shiny version. Yeah, why'd you think of me? Because it is a, it's still very white, but it is like has a lavender purple tint. So those of you who don't know, I am just a wee bit obsessed with the color purple. So I generally like generally like any purple Pokemon, but I love Ninetales. So, so guess what? I love shiny Alola Ninetales. Do you have one or no? <laughs> no, I don't. I actually don't have a shiny we'll one. We'll work on that. We'll go work on that. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because like normal nine tails it's like pretty dope it's gray dark gray with blue tips at the end looks very awesome but like alolan vulpix is like the same exact pokemon but its eyes and the tips of its ears are like a darker purple but you can't really notice sucks uh it makes me so frustrated when they just keep the shiny version almost exactly the same color yeah that is so frustrating. Why? So while it's frustrating for a lowland Vulpix because it's basically the same, it's even more frustrating for normal Vulpix where it's like it becomes like I wrote it down. It's gross. It's just like it's just <laughs> fucking it's just gross. It's like yellow, green and orange. It's just like, I don't know. It's like citrusy, but also like kind of pale it's like pukey the color pukey. Pukey is, is <laughs> wait, wait it's like the puke you you have when you eat like too many easter candies on easter right oh, i've never been there but every single day with the easter candies <laughs> um i mean 
I don't know why they do that to some shinies. I feel like they could choose any other color, but at least the purple color makes sense. Um, it is so gorgeous. Obviously, um, Ninetales is a fire Pokemon, but also a sort of like spiritual, psychically charged, like kind of ghosty Pokemon. One mm-hmm. of the moves that it learns, um, kind of like it's one of its signatures is like Will-O-Wisp. Which is sort yeah. of like a, a purple fire that burns you. Just a, a ghost, ghostly fire is always purple, so it makes sense that Ninetales would would be purple in color. I saw ghost. I mean, it was it was purple, so it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean the white the white color that Ninetales takes is also from the Kitsune, which starts off as a uh, normal fox when it is born. <laughs> And as it grows and as its tails start to split, it will uh, achieve a white color um, as it ages and it comes into its powers. Just as I aged, I was able to achieve an erection, which is like being a ghost. I suppose. I the op- it's an opposite ghost because ghost because <laughs> one becomes more solid while the other fades away. Speaking of nice vibrato there. Spe- speaking of fading away, do we have any other facts about this fantastic fox Pokemon? Uh, I guess the, the only, only thing, thing I have. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, it's just interesting to me how uh, there is no difference in height or weight between uh, regular Ninetales and Alolan Ninetales, which is weird to me because. Uh, Every other regional form had a fairly drastic uh, height and weight difference. Yeah, so. I find that kind of surprising too, especially because the um, Alolan version is ice type, and generally ice is kind of heavy. And I don't know, you need more meat when you're yeah. in the snowy mountains on you. So I don't know. Maybe the fairy type lightens it up and it evens out. Yeah. Which, weirdly yeah. enough, uh, the only ice fairy. Oh, okay. Weird, right? You'd expect there to be more. Yeah. Ice know, usually does have this... a. Go for it, Sarah. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, no, I'm sorry. I'm I'm kind of finding this pattern a lot. Like uh, for a lot of Alolan versions and and you know dual type version Pokemon, there's only like one or two of a kind. You know. Yeah, ice ice is pretty weird because there's not a ton of ice Pokemon. I feel like. Uh, as well as the fact that ice is usually backed up by a uh, a second uh, type. Right, right, it's, yeah. It's always sort of like a, a dual type. So I feel like if if you've got a Pokemon and it's an ice Pokemon, it, it's it's probably unique on on that alone. Ice just is also just a very good move uh, like a good type to use offensively and it's terrible defensively yeah they are really weak to just a slew of common attack moves so yeah which um i mean can help you out if you're just using it as an attack there's a lot of ice moves to go around and i don't know why but i feel like when you get frozen especially in the early games it's just like just 
turn off your fucking game. You're done. <laughs> just throw that Pokemon away. It's it's ruined. <laughs> That's how I feel about Poison, honestly. Poison had had me feeling that way through the, the leaf green playthrough I'm doing. Oh my gosh. Oh, the old way. Yeah. And that's even nerfed a little bit from what it used to be. But mm-hmm. Frozen was just like you were never moving ever again. Like you could yeah. thaw out, but I, I doubt it. <laughs> the, the only way I think in the original games to get out of being frozen is if you got hit by a fire type move, which your opponent wasn't going to let you do. No, or there are um, uh, ice what heals. Is, it? is there restores. ice heal? Yeah. 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 But if you're in a competitive setting, uh, no. you can't use items. No. So don't be in a competitive setting. Don't get frozen, you dingus. Yeah. Just don't use a Vulpix or Ninetales competitively. That's the, you know. Just have one to love <laughs> on the side. Yeah, there you go. That's my uh, rule of thumb. And then I never, I never told people why uh, the abilities got nerfed. Uh, instead of a permanent sunshine... Eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. Uh, they uh, they lessen to the effect to only five turns, and it could be re-upped if you take out your Vulpix and send it back out again. But um, yeah, weather effects now are only uh, five turns max, regardless of whether you use them as a a move or as an ability. So you couldn't like raffle stomp your entire opponent's team. Uh, you just had uh, like a five turn advantage. Dang! I know it was so fun, <laughs> and <laughs> I you, just... know, you would probably see a lot more Nine Tails and Vulpix competitively these days if they kept it that way. No, I mean it's because of Charizard, uh, oh. his Mega Evolutions that uh, also got rid of Nine Tails. So that's the damn thing it, Charizard too. ruining it for everyone again. <laughs> As as more Pokemon are introduced, the niches that our, our old boys used to fill are being mm-hmm. filled in, you know? Yeah. The there are, you know, there's still standouts, like good Pokemon that'll always have their, their time to shine. Like I feel like I'm always gonna want a like a Starmie on my team. They're really good. Or like Mewtwo is just like, oh man, so good. But some of those those old boys, unless they get new tricks, you know, they're they're falling behind. So yeah, yeah. But that's why um, you know we got to keep our our heritage alive, our Gen One heritage. <laughs> but you gotta you you gotta see the people on YouTube beating the whole game with a Kakuna and shit. So right, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. the thing is, like, competitive is a different story. If you want to play through the game only using a level one hundred of your favorite Pokemon, you can make it happen. Oh yeah, no, yeah. using your favorite Pokemon is the best way to play the game. If you're sure is. Uh, if you're just playing, like yeah. uh, you know. You could use a Pokemon that you really like for a challenge, uh, or you can back him up with some uh, good, strong friends. Um, or you can just have a bunch of Gardevoirs and Lilligant and Jinx, and then you get so horny you can't even finish the game. Oh, I'm stuck in Pallet Town. Mom, wake me up when my <laughs> when my dreams stop being a reality. I'm as hard as Professor Oak. Like the tree, <laughs> but also that dude fucks. 
Um, and this has been another episode of the daycare dittos. Thank you for joining us. You can find more media. We post about every Pokemon we discuss for the entire week of the episode on our Instagram, which is at daycare dittos. Uh, we invite you to rate and subscribe with whatever you can. And who knows what that means based on what we have, but make it good. Thanks. What did we, what did we learn today? I learned that uh, if you see a fox, cover your fingernails and cover your breasts because they'll they'll get you. Ah, my breasts has got me. <laughs> I'm ah, literate I'm now. <laughs> oh, no, oh, I've gained literacy. No, I, I read Super Fudge. I'm dying. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, I have a hatred for dogs. <laughs> <laughs>